Hello, and welcome to Fairfax 50 Plus, a series featuring discussions on issues of interest to residents 50 and over. I'm your host, Jim Person. You may recall we've done a few shows on how to begin a genealogical research project. One of the things we've learned is that the county's two genealogical societies, Mount Vernon and Fairfax, together with the staff of the library's Virginia Room, provide a great deal of resources and lectures to help you with your genealogical quest. Now, these groups offer something called Special Interest Groups, or SIGs. And today we're going to learn about the African-American Special Interest Group from Laura Wickstead, the county's Virginia Room librarian, and Emma Marshall, an African-American SIG member, who's also the community outreach manager for the county's foster care and adoption program. But if you're a uh, longtime listener of the Fairfax 50 Plus podcast, you know we like to get to know our guests a little bit before we start chatting, so let's hear about them. Laura recalls growing up about hearing stories about her ancestors, so becoming a librarian serving genealogical genealogist and local historians was a perfect fit. She's managed history and genealogy collections in public libraries for more than 20 years. Emma has been with the Department of Family Services for over 30 years, and in her free time, she reads books on local black history sites and, of course, pursues genealogy. She's enlisted her family, included in, including her 33-year-old son, in this effort as well. So, Laura, Emma, thank you for being here. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for inviting us. I, I must brag on myself. I got through genealogical, genealogy, genealogist, all that stuff about three or four times, and then the last one got me. So these big words you, you, you I'm, not, well. I'm not good at. We won't, we won't ask you to spell it because nobody can spell it. Please, don't do that. I can barely say it. It's kind of like engineer. I can't, you know, I can't believe I are, I are one. Uh, anyway, so what exactly are we talking about today? I, I asked each of you before we came on air to give me one word or one sentence about what it really was that we were going to be talking about today when we're talking about these special interest groups, the African-American special interest group, or SIG. You may hear us refer to that. And um, uh, Emma, I was intrigued by the answer you told me. One word you said, ancestors. That's what it's about. For me, that's what it was about. Uh, the county had offered uh, classes, lunch and learns, uh, and they were doing genealogy. And so I went over and um, met Laura, who was excitingly fantastic, <laughs> because I wanted to know more about my ancestors and how to find them, how to see where they lived, um, and picture what life might have been back then. And uh, I asked her, do you have anything more on African-American ancestry? Because we did general ancestry. And she said, oh, yeah, sure. And then she's in the Virginia room, and so she started citing books and talking about it. And then she started a group, which was absolutely fabulous hmm. because you had a lot of like-mind folks. I even met someone there that has a distant relative of mine, which was just like, really? Wow. So it, the ancestry has just been tremendous, and mm -hmm. it's been an eye-opener on um, the history, mm -hmm. especially of African-Americans. Okay. And Laura, the, the uh, Virginia Room uh, has these resources. Did it always have these resources, these special interest groups? I mean, how did, how did this kind of evolve? Well, um, we evolved because uh, February a year ago, a librarian at the Centerville branch, uh, Jay Lalo, shot me an email and said, Laura, would you come to Centerville and teach a, a family history for uh, African Americans for February? Teach a class. I said, great. 
why don't I teach two and not just one? <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> why said, not? That's right. <laughs> um, um, so, and, and the reason I asked that is, uh, is because – so the first class was from the present back to 1870, which is the first census in which uh, African-Americans were counted in the census after the Civil War, mm-hmm. after manumission. Wow. And with genealogy, you always start – in the present and work your way back in time. You start with what you know and you work back to what you don't know. So then the second class was 1870 back into uh, slavery era, wow. which is much more challenging. And there was such a lively group. Uh, Jay did a super job with promotion. You know, we do so many amazing programs, uh, all departments in Fairfax County. There's so much information coming at people. You know there's an audience, but it's you've got to find them and let them know and connect. Mm-hmm. So we did a super job connecting and had between 35 and 40 for those two classes mm-hmm. and realized quickly that this was a community of people who mm-hmm. enjoyed they were excited about the genealogy. They enjoyed meeting each other. So a few months down the line, I thought, why don't why don't we try this African-American study group, this SIG, special interest group? And then the interest continued, and the Fairfax Genealogical Society saw what we were doing. They have uh, SIGs on Irish and German and Mid-Atlantic and methodology, all kinds of genealogy topics. They said, could we bring your SIG under our umbrella of SIGs. And mm. so now we have this strong partnership and they're supporting bringing a speaker to the Library for African American Research. So we have this wonderful partnership and we'll be meeting again the SIG in March. Um, so, and that, of course, is all of avail- that right. information is available in the library. You answered uh, w- one of my questions I was going to ask next, which, you know, the, the different types of these special interest mm-hmm. groups. Uh, what exactly is the perp? I mean, the purpose, I guess, of a SIG or a special interest group, I mean, is it just more intense focus on this one topic? Are there other resources brought to bear? I mean, explain to me what is a SIG well, so, and why. <laughs> so, for example, the gentleman who moderates the um, Irish SIG, um, which I visited a couple times because I have one 1850 Irish potato famine immigrant, <laughs> right? Um, that's a whole different world of research and resources from what Emma's working mm-hmm. with doing African-American research. So it's a whole new knowledge set, skill set. Well, you bring a lot of the same skills of research, but right. the, the data is completely mm-hmm. different. The sources of it, the way you interpret it, who recorded the data. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for the Irish, it would be the, the English and then Northern Ireland and the Republic of Ireland, and there, there are all these other layers for um, Emma looking at um, free African Americans and enslaved African Americans. Mm-hmm. That's a whole different thing, and we have the Civil War that comes in mm-hmm. the middle. So it's great to have these specialty groups, and for the German group, there would be people who could read German, and they could read mm-hmm. High German or Old German or Antique German, or I don't right, remember. Right. You know, so so uh, that's why it's great to have groups like this. Okay, and so Emma, when you started, were were you were you even aware? of this special interest group or? No, not aware of it. And also, I I do want to just point out, it's all free. (laughs) You pay lots of money because I had thought about going to a society and paying money to have them help me with what, you know, trying to track down folk and see. But this was free that the public library here in Fairfax County offered. And not as much fun if you've just paid somebody else to do it. No, no, because I had a whole (laughs) lot of people to have fun with. We talk and we laugh and we... Uh, you know, make comments. And um, again, Laura has a lot of energy for us. And so we love that. Um, But I didn't know. No, I did not know they had this special group. And that's what's so amazing is that there's so much that you can glean from these groups because folks in there, we network. And Laura had a uh, 
uh, email line that we could email each other mm-hmm. and ask, do you know this? Do you know that? And like I said, I talked to one woman. She says, oh, yeah, I have some of your ancestries in my line. And I'm like, really? Now, I'm 60 years old, so you're saying that to me. And I've been, you know, quasi doing this for probably about 15 years. And I'm like, wow, I just met someone mm-hmm. here in Fairfax right. that I had no idea was part of my ancestry wow. line. And so that's what's so exciting. Yeah. Um, and then to pass it on to the younger generation, get them revved up and excited about it so we don't lose it. I was going to ask you about that because you, you got your son into it. Yes. When I first started, he was, mm, I don't yeah, care I was about that. Like fighting and kicking mm-hmm. and no interest. I don't care about that. And I had lots of old pictures from back in the 1800s and 1900s wow. trying to struggle with, I wonder who all these people are, little kids, and wonder who these people are. And then I had my answer going in and doing genealogy, I found out. And then I had an older sister who then said stuff and told me about it. And uh, now my son is excited. He's interested in, oh, really? Um, But, you know, young kids, it's all about them at first. And then I gathered up the pictures and gathered up the census stuff and and wrote out the names of uh, my great-grandparents had 12 children. So there's a whole lot of lines. But I took it to my immediate family uh, and said to my nieces and nephews, okay, this was your grandpa, your cousin, your uncle's. They were ecstatic because now they're old enough and they have their own children. And so, and their parents never talked much about it. So they were really excited to find out, Mm -hmm. you mean we have this history? Mm -hmm. And so now I got them generated and I handed out books to everyone. So in in case something happens to me, they have it. Because I do understand a lot of times... Um, in families, one person is the is the history right, carrier, right, right, right. and if that person you know yeah. goes or has issues or whatever, then we have no more history. Somebody that, else in the family that takes up an interest has to pretty much start all over start again. Start all over again. Yeah. Right, yeah. Right. Interesting. You mentioned the census. I do want to put a little plug in. Twenty twenty is the the this year of the, 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 the census. Fairfaxcounty.gov/topics/census. You can find more information about the census. Learn about the Fairfax County Complete Count Committee and learn about the importance of uh, of the census. One of the facts that kind of hit me was. $12,000 over the course of a decade is the amount of funding mm-hmm. that is lost per individual that's not that's not counted. Mm-hmm. So there's there's no fear of filling out the census on April 1st, but also I, I and I'm not quite sure how it works. I know the census data is not released to government officials or ICE or anything like that. But mm-hmm. after a certain amount of time, yes. some of the information is available, which helps for genealogy research. Right. So the 2020 census, our personal individual data is, uh, well, I'll use the wrong vocabulary, but it's tightly controlled. It is not mm. public information. And it is held for 72 years, mm. which was at some point considered a lifetime. So in 2092, <laughs> our descendants will be able to see what our responses were on the census, um, f- the 2020 census. On the flip side, today, the most recent census you can look at is the 1940. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And in 2022 you'll be able to look at the 1950 because 72 years will have oh, passed. Gotcha. Yeah, so you were really good at that math I, in your I, head. I am good at that. I practiced before I got here. Jim, may I say something? Please. Because Emma was talking about, um, you mentioned Fairfax and, and family, and I want to make sure that uh, listeners understand that, yes, the Virginia Room resources are deep in 
uh, information for uh, Fairfax County Family History Research. And we have photographs and books about churches. We mm -hmm. were talking about it. Um, churches and schools for African Americans for all communities in Fairfax County. We have files about individuals. We have community papers about communities. But what we're talking about, or I'll say and what we're talking about with the genealogy group is the resources extend far beyond Fairfax County. I would say maybe in our group of 35, there are five or six folks who have Fairfax County roots, mm -hmm. and all the rest have roots everywhere else in the country. Right. And so there, we have resources and access to resources on online databases, books right. in the catalog, for anyone studying genealogy, and everyone is invited to this special interest group. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Emma, I think one of the things you mentioned, I think it was the word networking that you used when you talked about the, the special interest group. And I mm -hmm. wanted to ask uh, for the both of you, are these special interest groups in, I'm going to do my air quotes here, listener, you can't see it. Is this in name only that it's a special interest group or are there like physical meetings? Are there, I think somebody said a, an email group. Mm -hmm. I mean, tell me, tell me about some of that logistic stuff, I guess, of a SIG. Well, so... Uh our group meets, uh, we're going to meet this coming year in March, May, July, September, and November. So that's every other month. And the, this group is? The African American okay. Genealogy okay. Make sure we're talking Thank about you, the right sir. One. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's right. And I think it's the uh, March 16. Is that the, that couldn't be the third? I have no, I have idea. no idea. At any rate, it's consistent, whatever. And we meet at the Centerville Library. Okay. So anyone can call the Virginia Room or go online, look for information about the African American Genealogy okay. Group. We meet at Centerville. Everyone's uh, welcome. It is a Monday night, and we meet at 7 o'clock. Um, so, yes, we get together physically, and uh, sometimes there's a presenter. On March 16, our upcoming meeting, uh, a gentleman, a member of the group, is going to talk about the research these, that he has done on white churches, this is uh, in Virginia, white churches and African-American churches. So before manumission, before the enslaved people were freed at the end of the Civil War, many enslaved people attended white churches and were baptized in white churches. Mm -hmm. I, had, I was ignorant of this history. So even though these white slaveholders enslaved these human beings, I guess they thought their eternal salvation was yes. important enough that they were baptized, but they were still enslaved. I don't know how you balance that in your head. But so he found uh, uh, documents and names and dates for enslaved people. And, oh, wow. and during slavery, it is so difficult to find people who are named. Mm. And what did he do? He looked. I mean, it wasn't magic. He looked. So this is what amazing research is. And he's mm -hmm. going to talk about this at our March 16 meeting at the Centerville branch for um, starting this year, uh, right. the, the African-American SIGs. It's going to it's going to be a great talk. Right, right. I had a preview. I got mm -hmm. goosebumps. I, so it'll be a lot of fun. I don't think you're excited about it at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're so excited that we're having African-American History Month on the February 21st. And I was telling the group about the group, that Black History Group, about the wonderful genealogy, and they said, let's have her come so that we can generate even more participation and excitement with the other people coming. So I'm so excited that we will have that offered for the first time um, here in uh, Fairfax at our Black History Program. We'll have, some, we'll have Laura there mm -hmm. talking about genealogy, and she'll set up, and we want to encourage so many people to be there and come and embrace it. Mm -hmm. Now, so, is that the countywide? Uh, countywide, and, and, yes, Black History Month. Is that, is that free? 
And that's February 21st. 21st. I can remember. At 6 o'clock, right. the reception begins. And, and that's in the government center. Government right? center, yes. Okay. Thank you very much. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, why is it so important to have these special interest groups, Irish, African American, some of the others? Kind of boil it down for me. Why, why is it so important? Well, Emma can speak. Emma's a member of the group. I'm, not, I'm the facilitator, <laughs> cheerleader of the group. Why don't you speak? Well, well for African Americans, um, as I grew up, again, I'm in my 60s, as I grew up, there wasn't a lot of talk about genealogy. You know, mm, we had roots, and right. then we had Louis Gates. But people were sort of a little very secretive about what was happening in oh, the past okay. and what the folks did. And they were a little, um, they were always wondering, what was your angle when you asked gotcha, about things? Right, you know, well, right. why do you want to know? And you want to know just for understanding your historical stuff. And so the group is just as, in, I mean, just having this, for me personally, um, expands my world and expands me as a person to know what came before me, some of the struggles, um, and getting um, the elders to talk before they pass on is a most important thing. And I think a lot of folks don't understand that we need to have our elders express to us their trials, their tribulations, and their joys. And so this, for me, is just like the best thing. Mm -hmm. And... Um, it's also very hard because we were told, oh, African-Americans don't have any past. You know, there's nothing. We can't go past slavery. You can't go up into slavery and the folks didn't stay around or whatever. They had, it was all kinds of little flimsy excuses. And right. you thought, wow, that's interesting. I mean, no one. <laughs> there was no one there that I could tap into. Right. And so I think the special interest groups is each individual group has something special in that group that is maybe a roadblock or maybe curious, and as Laura said, that you need to use different skills to, to dig into mm -hmm. and peel out of. And so I feel, as an African-American, that it's been, um, before now, it's been a little difficult mm -hmm. uh, to navigate. And Laura brings, she connects pieces with you. She says, well, have you tried this? Have you tried that? Things that you never even think about. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've never thought about a whole lot of this stuff. Like, oh, really? Like starting in the present and going back to the past? I started in the past and went to the oh, present. Oh, trying to, yeah, okay. Trying to go back and find the oldest you Yeah, could, yeah that's yeah. it. That would, that would be it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and an observation, what I think bringing together a community of researchers, everyone gets stuck. And I think it's so wonderful for researchers to realize, oh, I'm not the only person who's stuck here. Mm -hmm. I'm not the only person who's struggling. Uh, also, as we talked and there would be questions and answers, it occurred to me, we need to get to know each other. That's so now right. we, we're name tags and we say, my hmm. name's Laura, and then we start the conversation. Um, so we're becoming a community. And when I would email them, I always blind CC'd everyone respectfully. And then one day I said at a, at a meeting, is it okay? We, we want to get to know each other. Right. Could I just put everybody's emails in, in the CC? And yes, let's do that. Let's get, we're, we are a community. Mm -hmm. And I am just thrilled to be a part of this. Mm -hmm. And it, it's, it's well, Emma's an example of the kind of energy and enthusiasm. And uh, so th I think at the last session, uh, two women discovered they were related to That's three right. other women. Right. And we all just sat there That's and right. went, really? <laughs> but we're all interconnected. Yes, because if yes. you start out with one human or two humans and you start going back in ancestry, we outnumber the amount of people that are on Earth. So we're all connected. Right. Uh, right. No matter what you know, what uh, ethnicity we are, we're actually all connected. Mm -hmm. Yes, we are. In, in some way. Well, 
You mentioned, Emma, that, and this story here just reiterated that, that you found out that you were related to someone in the group. Other than that, what has been the most exciting or unexpected thing that you have uh, you found out so far in your research, which I'm imagining is is still ongoing? <laughs> yes, it's, it's still ongoing. Well, that I can also tap into different areas. I can tap into different library systems. I can tap into um, other uh, genealogy systems. And I guess uh, the most important was that my family was of 12 great-grandparents had, let's see, my, my great-grandfather my and his father, that's a great-grandparent, they had 12 children, mm -hmm. and not understanding the extent of where everybody was and, and the spread out, spread out yeah. and that one, one ancestor didn't have any children, which was amazing because mm -hmm. most of them had it because they worked down in um, North Carolina and they had farms. So they, the, all the children they right. had were good for helping working on the farm. Right. Um, so th to find that out and where they went and then following the trail back up, I mean, back, I'm not quite sure which way I do it, the different where they're at now mm -hmm. and, and that there are so many relatives that I have right around this area never knew, mm -hmm. never I, knew that they're right here. How does that work, Laura, tapping into other libraries, other research centers? How, how does Virginia Room and the Fairfax County Library, these special interest groups, how do y'all work all that interconnectivity? Uh, well, certainly as a, as a reference librarian, I can offer guidance for other um, uh, repositories and libraries that mm -hmm. might have resources. Um, and then, of course, we have, um, we subscribe to databases, we Fairfax County, so I can direct researchers to those databases. But uh, that's something that a reference librarian is good for because we think about, we think in terms of, is there a Michigan room somewhere? Is there a South Carolina room, like I'm in the Virginia room? Or are there large, the South Carolina State Archives or the Library of Congress, other kinds of um, research facilities that might have resources? resources. So and and are there other rooms like Virginia Room? There are indeed. In fact, before I came to um, Fairfax, I worked in the Virginia right. Room and the city of Roanoke. Mm -hmm. So yes, there are lots of uh, facilities like ours. Although I will say with, with great pride and accuracy, <laughs> our Virginia Room here in Fairfax County is superb. The collection is large. Uh, I've just been here seven and a half years, but for 35, 40 years, Folks have been working to build the collection, and it shows. And Fairfax County has committed staff. You know, it takes money and support mm -hmm. to make a, an, an institution like this thrive. Mm -hmm. So we have a beautiful facility. We have professionally trained staff. If we need fancy archival boxes, the money is found, and we buy them. So uh, it's a superb collection mm -hmm. here. Mm -hmm. And I'm assuming you yes. would be interested in receiving some of the things that folks find in their research? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, uh, so uh, for our family history, generally that's um, uh, Fairfax County, Northern Virginia, that we love to receive family histories. We do have some from uh, neighboring states. Uh, and and uh, people donate photographs and documents related to Fairfax County history. So our archival collection for Fairfax County is deep and rich. And a researcher, both for genealogy and for local history, when the question pops in their head, gee, I wonder if somebody has a file about this, or I wonder if there's a photograph of this old hotel, or I wonder if, if the library would know anything about uh, something else, e even if it's Nebraska. We have this 
10-year run of a Nebraska state genealogy journal. Mm -hmm. How do we get this? Well, we had a researcher here in Northern Virginia who subscribed to it and then gave it to us, and now it's in the Virginia mm. room. So when the little voice in your head says, oh, they won't have it, we just might. Just give them a try. So you need to just yeah. ask. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, we were amazed at how many African-American books they had on history. And I mean, old. some of them are not in print now, wow. but there was a lot because, again, you're told, well, there's not much on you. But there is a, a, a thick wealth of knowledge and mm. books and, and talking about different areas and not just Fairfax, but like, like she said, that was, was so nice. Was not just Fairfax, but they go all throughout Virginia, mm -hmm. down North Carolina and all those wonderful places. Right. Um, okay. so that's what's so exciting yeah. about it. Yeah. We're out of time, but I'm going to come back and let each of you give me your, your final word, your final thought. But uh, is there a website, telephone number? How can folks find out more information? I've, I've got some notes here. F xgs.org, I think, is the the website where you can find out more about this group, if you'll just... About the special interest group. About the special yes. interest group. That's itself. the Fairfax Genealogical Society. Okay. And, of course, folks can go to the library homepage, which you can Google if you don't have that address. Fairfaxcounty.gov slash library. Thank you, sir. <laughs> and... Um, and then if you scroll down about mid-screen, there's a line that says, the word says events. And so you can select events um, and then search by branch or by subject. It can be a little unwieldy, so mm -hmm. don't ever hesitate to call the uh, Virginia Room directly. And that's 703-293-6227, extension 6. Okay. And ask questions or call any branch and just say, hi, help me find more about what's going on with genealogy, African-American genealogy. Mm -hmm. I'm interested in collections. Right. How do I learn what you have at the library? Right. Okay. Emma, final thought here if you want uh, our listener to, to take away or just something to remember. Well, not just genealogy, but I'm so excited that we have this wonderful library system because the library system, again, if you go to the, the web page, has a lot of things that are going to celebrate and address African American History Month. And so they have wonderful things that are popping up. So I, I think that's a wonderful thing for our community to embrace. It's nice when we embrace different cultures and get to learn about different cultures, and the library is bringing us right up to that. So I'm so happy that we have our library, and it's free. It's free. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. Laura, anything you want to add? I, it's, uh, it's Abraham Lincoln's birthday today, isn't it? Oh. The 12th? Um, so I wanted to, my genealogy tidbit. I think it's my the brother of my second great-grandfather, the son of the brother of my second great-grandfather, was the best man at Abraham Lincoln's <gasps> wedding. Oh, my. I know. Isn't that great? <laughs> oh, my. It's apropos of nothing. But you, you bring genealogists in the room, and right. that's what oh happens. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> Related to everybody. Right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's my almost famous. <laughs> All right. Laura Wickstead, thanks for being with us. Thank Emma you. Marshall, thanks for being Thank with us you. here on the 50 Plus Podcast, uh, talking about genealogy, but more specifically about the uh, the SIGs or the special interest groups. Again, if you want to uh, learn more, uh, click on the special interest group link at fxgs.org. And if you want to learn more about the Virginia Room or the Fairfax County Library, go to fairfaxcounty.gov slash library. You can click on branches, or if you want to find event information, you can find you can click on 
on the events link. If you want to call the Virginia Room, uh, throw out the number again, 703-293-6227, extension 6. And if you want to find more county older adult services, recreation, community engagement opportunities, you can dial 703-324-7948 or go online to fairfaxcounty.gov slash olderadults. When you're on that webpage, be sure to subscribe to the monthly Golden Gazette newspaper. Thanks so much for joining us on the Fairfax 50 Plus podcast, which is produced by the Fairfax County, Virginia government.